0: Hey guys, it's Jack here, big massive shout out to our Patreons, so these guys are the guys who donate for the editing and they really do make a huge difference to keep the show alive. Uh, We've been sponsored by Art Faulkner, Ferdy Evers, Mikey Dredd and Underfluke, these guys are absolute legends. Thank you so much, and see you next show. Telemetry Recovery. Let's drone out now. <laughs> and welcome to another episode of Let's Drone Out, or we are on his kitchen table. But anyway, uh, tonight you are joined by not Andrew Flash Frank. I hope you get better, buddy. Uh, we are joined by Andy RC.
1: Good evening, everybody.
0: Simon Newton. Hello. Cheers. How is your kitchen table? I'm not on
2: it. It's because the kitchen table is full of kids arguing, so let us do yeah. Okay. I've,
1: never, I've never seen Simon without... It's either strong tea or strong
2: wine. It, no, it's strong coffee or strong wine. Oh, sorry, coffee, is it? And yeah, it's too late yeah, for yeah. coffee, so cheers.
0: <laughs> Tonight's yeah. uh, beverage is...
2: Uh, Argentinian Cabernet Sauvignon Syrah Blend called Dada, and it's very good.
0: Mm. Uh, well, uh, I'm drinking antifreeze in celebration because they've caught the cat killer. How have Blighton. you got?
1: How have you got one of those mugs? That's not fair.
0: Why do you want this mug? Well, I tell <laughs> I you what. It, I bought it for a guy who um, doesn't appreciate Simon, and he wouldn't accept the mug. So you can have it if you want it.
1: When I was first starting out my channel, like it's Simon Simon's channel, on on the kitchen table, it was like. That was the the starting point, and uh, yeah, I, it was. I was like, "Ah, oh, this is a great format and stuff." And uh, so it was one, one of the, ins- the whole bloke talking was a great format. Okay. One, it's what it, we all aspire to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you made a lot of videos back then, and your channel was growing incredibly. And uh, I can remember uh, when you hit—I can't remember the s- subscriber number—but no one had seen what you looked like. And then like, you hit a certain number of subscribers and then you showed your face. And like, I was like, sort of
2: ah, painless. Painless lost that, half they? of them overnight. Yeah. No, you didn't. You did
1: not lose half of them overnight. I-, I lose half of mine overnight just for saying I once uh, flashed a picture of Trump for a joke in a video. I lost 80 subscribers just from doing that.
0: Yeah. Carry on, Jack. Uh we're also joined by <laughs> <laughs> Are you laughing because I don't shut the hell up? Yeah. This is what I
1: do. We're
0: joined by my little Tony. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> and and- <Barry> Kitten.
3: <laughs> Hello. Disclaimer. We should just <laughs> Read that before we even start talking. Any
4: views expressed by any guests on the show are personal and may not reflect the views of the hosts or any participant of the show. Please ignore all of us, we're all idiots.
0: And I'm bright to i fly. <laughs> 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 so that's, I don't know whether you've ever watched this show before, sorry.
2: Um I have. Um uh, I, I, do, have, I really I apologize. Sorry. No, we no, no, apologize. it's fine. I have to say that so far it's living up to expectations. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Excellent. I'm not I'm I'm neither shocked nor disappointed. Brilliant. Well that's <laughs> how we like it.
0: So <laughs> yeah. the last time I saw you was at the last UK drone show. Oh, which IP. probably might be the last one. Oh, um yeah. Because I, for a laugh, tried some of the email addresses uh, of of, of the UK, they all bounce back. So I don't even, I wouldn't be surprised if later on this year, the domain goes back into the, the, but uh, you were, you were at the CAA stand? Yeah. You, yeah that's right do you work for the CAA? Or would you like to repeat what you said before the show started
2: <laughs> yeah no so i don't work for the CAA. i'm not employed by the ca but the CAA, i think um so and you'll remember from those halcyon days back in 2013 14 um when there was an awful lot to say about drones every five minutes which is why there's an awful lot of videos and why recently not an awful lot um one of the things I always used to say right from the start was uh, you know, I was promoting doing doing the right thing. Whether you agree with it or whether you don't, there's there was a whole bunch of aviation law that that, that you had to comply with. I used to fly microlights. I'm, I'm a lapsed private pilot. So I always had sort of one foot in that kind of. And I remember doing a video where I suggested if you've just bought, you know, bought your Phantom, maybe it's worthwhile before you go out and hoon it around the country. So I just check in a few things, you know, a few little pre-flight bits to make sure there's going to fall off or the prop. I remember getting a comment from someone underneath from America going, hey, dude, it isn't a 737, man. You know, just chill out. And I said, well, no, but you can obviously afford 1,200 quid to plummet to the ground and smash to smithereens. I, mean, I just like to check that it isn't going to do that. But I've always sort of had that just, I don't know, That like just think about it a little bit. Don't be a is kind of the summary of what we've done.
0: What we've been saying all along. That's exactly. Jack's
2: um, magic word. Exactly. Don't
3: be a d- and don't be on fire. Yep, <laughs> that's my two rules of <laughs> fire.
1: We sort of break the fire rule, though, to be fair. Don't well, we? we haven't,
3: actually. because We've, no, uh, we've no. had no one giving us any money to set fire to anything. So if food. you're out there and you want to donate to help us, I've please got all these Look, <laughs> We're fun. backed up with fireworks. We've had no donations for
0: a while, so if you want to donate, please do. Ten so can... p will do. To be honest, like, <laughs> we'll if you have you noticed we haven't, we haven't had any donations? So Frank's like, I can't deal with this anymore. We didn't <laughs> have
1: donations because Hangouts screwed up on us, though, right? Yeah. yeah well, um, last, of last, ones.
4: last week it was all right, wasn't it?
1: And then last mm. week, it, yeah, but it was a serious one, you know. People like donate for, for Jack yeah. to say something yeah. stupid. So, you know, it's, it's the unserious ones where you, you'll get the most donations, you know.
4: Yeah. I think sure. unserious is a word, but I like it. We're going to run with that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a northern term.
0: <laughs> I'm taking apart this lipo battery, so this show might get interesting. Are you doing it with a nail?
2: yes Mikey thank you Mikey just be very right. careful because that very professional looking pop shield I reckon is very flammable no it's made of metal made of metal it's already it's, it's, oh, it's, it's been on fire
0: I've burnt, burnt through a few of them in my day
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's so nice of you to invite this filthy casual on it's so lovely
0: Why not? well I mean someone's got to because like you, you've you know you're a traitor to the old you know pilots you fly the old dronos and then and then you abandon your show to Ollie, uh, I think that's his name, and um, to well, do the UK drone show. I did. Oh, so, is,
1: is that the story? Because I, I like I, I, when I is it Ollie? I, it, when we, I, yeah, yeah, Ollie, yeah Ollie. Ollie,
2: Ollie, Mr. Oliver O'Brien, who was the the founder, and so so the story behind that is he he, and I think he. Pitched it just right because I don't know if you remember the f- you know the, the the buzz around the first couple of them whether 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 the show went well or not I, it, it's irrelevant but there was a lot of interest in it so he picked the right time to get into drones he spotted the, the the market point and he just approached me as some old bloke on YouTube and said could you give us some advice some help could you let us know what is you know have you got any contacts because obviously by that point people were sending me stuff and I thought well this is quite a good idea and and, and I did suggest to him that you know. Um, you want to kind of embrace all as many many parts of the hobby as you can, and 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 actually maybe try and make it so that we don't get that whole these bloody new drones. They're they're all peeping toms, and they've all got their snapbacks on backwards, flying through power stations. So the first one, um, I wasn't involved at all, um, and, and just he just said, "Oh, thanks for your help. Would you like a stand?" And I went, "What? <laughs> all right, whatever." And that was a bit freaky because there were like people, you know, queuing for selfies, and that really freaked me out. And that was the beginning of the end, to be honest. I, um,
0: I stuck a sticker of a penis in your lunchbox.
2: There were there were many stickers <laughs> of many body parts. <laughs> but some on my back. That was the second year one though. Um, and then and actually, Ollie and um, and his business partner said to me, "Oh, do you want to come on board uh, more formally for the next one?" And I sort of said, I thought about it and went yeah okay because this this could be i think we you know we learned a few things and other bits and pieces and you know and i think the the second one was was it looked better there were some things that were better about it there were some things that didn't work i thought the the the, the racing in the separate hall was pretty damn cool um uh but then after that we just had a, some some very pleasant differences of opinion about the direction and and sort of just parted ways on a very friendly and amicable basis. Um, wasn't the uh second? Wasn't the second one
1: in conjunction with some gaming uh event like, like insomnia? Insomnia, or I'm, is that something? That was else? a
2: separate. That was a separate thing. So there was a move from so insomnia, the gaming festival, who were owned by Game, who looked like they're about to be bought by Matey Boy from Sports Direct at the moment. Hold on, getting Yeah, yeah. It's it's like everything. Any pies? Yeah. So they said look, I get, they they were again trying to sort of it's one of these festivals where you pay a big upfront ticket price to go for four days. And so you expect to be entertained. So they wanted to bring on some new stuff. And they said oh, this train racing has appeared in the, in the newspapers a bit. Can we put something on? Um, and they wanted to do it as a sort of demo. We thought that'd be great. Get a crowd in. But for the first year, they wanted it not not with any proper like spectators so it was in a separate hall on its own in the dark at the far end <laughs> with the Regional vips coming well, into that's normally game. what happens with drone racing in any well, event isn't yeah, it well exactly and <laughs> we all know the best part of it is the flying and not the watching but you know if they were going to make a move it looked immense it was brilliant but it, it again they they i don't think anyone could work out a way to make it look sexy for an audience so that they sort of get into it i think people thought oh it's the latest thing we must have it we must say we've got it and no one had a clue how to actually then take it and make a spectacle of it that people would get if you fly you get it if you don't you need to be sort of shown what it's about and and even then it's really difficult isn't it you you, you know this is very difficult yeah. to, to 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 see what's going on it's over so quick you need really good commentary. You need really good secondary screens. Yada 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 yada. All of that. You know. It's, it's like, not. It's
1: not a visual spectacle. It is the issue, like an air show is with, or, or the Large Model Association, uh, which 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 is its biggest uh, issue. Unless um, the big ones. Yeah. Unless they the big. But you can't really fly those in. I, Not indoors. No. I'd be surprised if you would could fly an X class in that space, you know. Mm. So that that's its issue being indoors. I, I I absolutely loved the NEC show this year. It was the first one that I went to, and I I was trying to sort of chase you around, Simon, because I've been like a bit of a fanboy. I felt fo- I saw you. Uh, I I saw you like vlogging, and I was trying to photo bomb you, like. Photo um, what you what? Photo,
2: photo
1: oh, oh okay. um, sorry, sorry. Anyways, I, I met you briefly, but you were chatting to, was it a guy from uh, the military or something like that?
2: Somebody far more important, probably.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, well,
2: that, that's, that's well, not. More than Andy L. C., I don't think there is I anyone more no. important. It may have been somebody from the military, but um, in fact, because the, 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 the thing about that was the guy, and it was really interesting, and this came out again at uh, an event. I was at, um, I was at Duxford last weekend, which is where I caught this. So Duxford, you know the is Imperial War Museum. No, it's in Cambridgeshire. Mm. At Duxford it's the Imperial War Museum's like airfield where they got big hangars full of warbirds, and they also put on regular air shows. There was one. I last a tiger weekend. Moth there is great. Yeah, exactly. So there's one last weekend. It's the first air show of the season, Duxford Air Festival, I think it's called. And the CA were there in a hangar with Nats and with others, and we 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 had a a come and have a go, kiddies, uh, mini drone cage amazing the number of people who'd never flown on before we had queues out the door wanted to go and have a go and, and the message was twofold one to people who hadn't known about it that you know drones are good things they're great fun there's some rules you need to think about and also there was a bit on the drone registration which i'm sure we'll come to in a minute um for, for us to be berated by mainly fixed wing modelers actually um but that was really positive. And the RAF were there as well, their safety cell. And they are, they are promoting the system whereby if you're going to fly your drone somewhere where you think there might be some low-flying military hardware, ring this number and tell them. And I thought, oh, what it means is they'll go, oh, you can't fly there because the Reds are coming through. On No, if you tell – you can be anonymous. You tell the RAF where you're going to be, what time, rough location – they'll put on their system a big no-fly ring and they'll divert all the low-flying jets and helicopters yeah. away from them. That's amazing. I yeah.
0: could have really done with that number a couple of years ago. Yeah. <laughs> what,
2: what were we new flying the fire? Uh, uh, shut up, Tony. Stop
0: talking.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but okay. I said we need to promote the fact because a lot of people will naturally think that this is going to be a, oh, you know, you can't, we're not letting you. But as he said, it's open air space We all share, mm. yeah, that's the whole thing about the, the, the thing. Yeah. is just we've all got to be, so the fact that the RAF are quite happy for any, any person who's just going to do anything, even if it's pop up and take a photo, bit of video or bit of hooning around, You can ring a number and they will stop the tornadoes going going to where you are. That that, that is
3: pretty bloody amazing, isn't it?
1: They probably wouldn't on the MAC loop, but anywhere else. I think the MAC loop
2: you might be. But having said that, I'm not sure. I haven't looked. I think the MAC loop is in a designated uh, uh, military military area. So you shouldn't be in there anyway. But anywhere else, though, of course, as they said, the RAF guy said, Uh, Technically, if it's open airspace, military jets are allowed down to 250 feet anywhere in open airspace. And in fact, the Reds will quite often go down quite low when they're doing the summer season between like they, they hop between air stations. I live just down the road from RAF Benson. Every August, they have like a private air show for the for the families reds come right over my house do a display then tonk off at like 600 feet and go somewhere else the also
1: next... uh, the the reds issue a, a notam for every flight don't they i i know this because i'm a red arrows geek so um yeah so i
2: think you're a fanboy or uh,
1: well i i'm always like
0: Raise your other I... hand andy you said <laughs> about this we're gonna talk about um, them up. both hands up
1: I told you, man, dead to me. It would take a hammer to get that going. I'm told so, There's, there's two
4: two really interesting things from that uh, little conversation. there. Firstly, I don't know the military just had <laughs> the, the allowance to fly at, like 250 wherever they liked. And also, I didn't know there was a number you could call. That'd be really useful. For
1: it's not wherever people. they like. They have to issue uh, well, a NOTAM and you have to look at, at the NOTAMs. But, what, but I think what's important is how do we get hold of this? Where, what's this number? Where's the number? Can I yeah. add well, it to our chat. if
2: I'd been organised and remembered that I was coming on, I'd have probably had it to wave at you. But in a minute, I'll disappear off into my inner sanctum and get it. No, that's, that's cool. Ooh, hello. <laughs> the other thing is, choppers, <laughs> you know, helicopters, they're, they're, they're a bit more vulnerable, um, uh, you know, because of their... their, their, their the screens on them are not so thick, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, and also obviously if you, you know, if you get a, a an impact on a rotor blade, then it, it, it glides like a brick. So, no, so yeah, no, there's this kind of general, it, there's a general, I think there's two sides to it. There, there's a side of people that think, right, okay. Uh, everybody's out to get us. The hobby is being compressed. You know, the guys I feel really sorry for the guys who've been flying sort of like, traditional fixed-wing remote control for 50 years who are suddenly yeah. going, what the f- is all this? Yeah. Um, so I really get why they are, like, absolutely... Uh, they hate us. Well, it they do and they don't. I think it depends on the club. I was talking to somebody last weekend, chairman of a club of a certain age, even older than me, if you can believe it, who who turned around in his opening gambit when I said to him, well, do you do you have any pilots who, who, who you know, fly drones as well as fixed facilities? We don't allow them in our club. We don't even allow <laughs> helicopters. We're we're fixed wing only. Okay, and I sort of thought, well, you know, that's fine, but where are you going to get your next generation? Because you know, surely, yeah, no, that that's the thing. Kids, isn't it? A little, a, a, a small, a small drone with some fairly good automated systems is quite a good entry level for uh, to, to flying remote control stuff in general because it's easier. Uh, there isn't the sort of the price involved you don't necessarily have to be stuck on a buddy box with some old fart for for three hours to just be able to do a simple turn
1: the biggest problem with those guys is they just haven't tried it because i was i i was in a club agreed i was in a club that and we had this at uh, mini air show because mini air show was a was great because we had the fpv but then we also uh, got in the, well, let's say we, I had no part to play in it, B- big jets and the, some of the Alame guys. And uh, Jack sort of um, made did sort of like a crossover and
0: flew. I, I, I like calling it cross-contamination. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jack. The streams. So there were these guys flying these big, massive petrol uh, extra succoy, you know 3D models and Jack went up with his uh with his five inch model and flew around them and the footage was just incredible and then all of a sudden these were, these guys came over to the tent and said right so how do I get into this then you know and yeah. I, th- I think it's just because they haven't been exposed to it and, and, the they, Warbirds and I-
3: actually just took on a the fir- their first quad pilot so, jo Joker, Joker Vision is actually now their first ever quad I, show I want,
1: pilot. I wanted so, to ask how that happened, but that will be going very off subject. So maybe but we'll. But that, I, I'll, that, I'll, I'll that ask has you happened. They've, they've they've like. I know. Won, I saw. I saw. His,
3: they I wanted saw. to know. They they enjoyed the X class. They enjoyed him flying. They enjoyed everyone flying around, and now they have kind of got into it. So.
2: Well, I think that's a great. I think that is a great thing, yeah. For you guys, because, and I, I actually mentioned this to another couple of people who came up to me and spoke from a from a model club who are a bit younger, a bit more open to it. And I have to say to them, look, you know, have you got any links with your local kind of FPV flyers? Because I tell you what, you would love it if you got air to air shots of your models. Because it's the only viewpoint of them. You you know, you you put it on the ground you take pictures of it. But how about getting somebody in to actually chase plane you effectively with a drone? And they were like all over that, like a rash. They were like, that's some, we never thought Mm -hmm. of that. They never think of that because it's not, it just doesn't, it just doesn't register on the radar now your standard off the shelf mavic is not going to cut it it's not going to be fast <laughs> it's enough a it's a 400 foot tripod let's face yeah. it for most people however you and what you need is the people with the stick and rudder chops to 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 follow you around and, and a lot of these guys who spend hours and hours and thousands of pounds building these scale things mm. what better thing than for somebody to come along and go too? what for half an hour Do you want to follow you around and get some air to air of you they wet themselves and i think that's a great way of bringing the two sides together that is I'm, yeah. I'm going we've actually got a barbecue
3: thing this weekend coming this saturday or sunday where it's lots of old boys with their scale planes and um... They kind oh. of – there's a couple of them who, who liked our drones and actually start flying drones now.
1: Is that but, the dawn
3: Patrol guys, is it? Uh, yeah. No, it's just at my local club just down the road. Oh,
1: right. They, yeah. they
3: start, some of them, they need a hug. They need, yeah, Tony, yeah. they need some Tony love. They need a hug and they, they just don't like drones. It's just like, oh, they're grass
2: cutters, like, blah, blah, blah. I but, think that's partly because – they have learned how to fly the hard way yeah. with many crashes yeah. and no gyros. And so they think that most of you of go to Argos and buy something for 600 quid and just cause <laughs> their to die.
3: die. I was flying HQ Props what snapped when they looked at a twig three
0: years ago. Exactly. Yeah, like me me and Tony, you've definitely done it the hard way. Yeah, what you're saying,
4: Simon, about the, the old guys having this perception of drones is, is absolutely right. What it was is they just thought that nothing is flown, it just flies itself. You're not doing anything that they they hadn't taken into consideration. There is, there is a camera drone and then there is a sort of race quad type thing and and lots in between as well. As soon as they knew that and knew what went into flying them and the sort of the, the skills you had to have, I think a lot of them were a lot happier with it.
2: I agree. I think a lot of the guys who've been doing it for donkey's years, they do see themselves as pilots and they don't see the drone people as pilots in the sense of having that learnt skill that takes a long time to... You cannot just get one and do what you do. You just can't do that. And I don't think they appreciate that because most of the publicity and the advertising and the stuff that goes on the front of the Daily Mail when there's a near miss is the picture of the Phantom with the little eyes on that somebody who put that up on the stock photo sites is making a fortune. And and it's all this off-the-shelf flies itself. Oh, look you just have to touch screen from here to here and it that that's a I get why they are very much looking down their nose at it because there is you know there is no skill is there. You want to if you want to if you want to do one of the, uh, a panoramic uh, shot or a point of interest shot with a Mavic you just press a bloody button. Whereas yeah. if you want to yeah. get some really sharp keeping the frame air to air footage of a scale model you've got to work hard on those damn sticks, boys. So, you know, there is a there is definitely a lack of appreciation for the for the hand flying side of the drone hobby. Having said that, I don't think we ought to denigrate the people who use the off the shelf drones as big tripods and glorified kind of, you know, um uh, stabilized video cameras because, you know, there's there's no doubt that there's some cool stuff, uh some cool views of the world that come from that that can be put in the hands of of of, you know, amateurs rather than pro filmmakers so however there does need to be a little bit more understanding i think between those two two strands it does modern... Woman
3: in a chat says we've uh we've hey, blown Batwoman. the old boys minds at our clubs just with the 4s batteries alone the fact that we've built our own quadcopters <laughs> from scratch then the looks and comments i've had and uh, as i'm a girl who can solder
2: yes so, yeah. well My done mom. Well, um, My daughter can solder as well. I think it's a very good life skill. And in fact, that's another thing that I think you guys, or when I say you guys, geez, bruce I mean, you know, the people from the the more, um, the less off the shelf end of the hobby. One thing that's brilliant, I was working with a local school um, uh, earlier this year. They, one of the design technology teachers approached me and said, could you help us run a little bit of a drone club? And they've gone and bought these basic boards with basic frames And then what they've done is turned it into a whole series of after-school stuff where they 3D print, learned how to 3D print and design their own frames for the boards. They learned how to fly, which was my very little input into it. They learned about um, uh, branding. They had two teams, so they did like a logo and all this kind of stuff. And they just basically, the drone thing was a brilliant entry into, this was a girls' school, a brilliant entry into all sorts of STEM, science, programming, flying, design. And that is a fantastic Uh, I think a fantastic pro for um, for the whole drone hobby about getting people into, you know, like like just even something to which to you guys is second nature. But just, you know, okay, they've designed and 3D printed this little frame and they put it in. It starts to shoot off. So they need to tune everything. They need to get into the programming system and start to do some stuff, all that stuff with a purpose to win the competition or whatever is brilliant. And that's You keep brilliant.
1: saying you keep saying you guys though, Simon, but I know yeah. from your early days of your channel, <laughs> when even when you were buying DJI stuff, before the Phantom came along, you were building that stuff. You were you had the flame wheel, you had the nod, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm afraid <laughs> I'm afraid you are us guys
2: <laughs> no, you, you, know, we're, you know what i wasn't one of the whole reasons why i got into it and making a youtube channel was sheer laziness because i so like I, i'd stopped the last flight in my uh private pilot logbook was a week before my first child was born and that he's now 12 and a half and yeah so kids are expensive are more expensive than airplanes so i myself? then uh, yeah I then wanted uh, to, I, I saw. But I always wanted to do fly stuff and that kind of view from above. And and But I was not, I was not technical. I didn't want, I saw people with the Phantom One soldering GoPros into it and adding extra things. I was not interested and it was the Phantom Two Vision, bless it, um, that got me thought of thinking, wow, this is a sort of off the shelf thing that I could do. And it was only after that actually, it was only after getting the vision that I thought, do you know what? If I buy a flame wheel kit like this, which isn't doesn't seem too difficult, maybe I can teach myself a bit more about how it works. And that was actually the trigger, having an easy entry point and then having taken the bloody lid off the thing because I got bored typing out on those forums about what it was. That's why I started YouTube because I was too lazy to write much.
1: Same um, here. And I'm dyslexic, so I, I can't spell that. Uh, and and also in you... you inspiring me between you and payment 360 flight test bruce simpson specifically because um my, i was the same i didn't understand how any of this worked and then hubson came out with their Spyhawk, yes. and 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 bruce hated it right because i think he he understood the diy aspect very uh, obviously knowledgeable on the diy stuff And he's looked at this Hudson Spyhawk and said, it's a toy, you know, but I got it and it just worked. And that, and from that point on, I flew it. I did FP that got, that was actually the barrier because I I always flew planes and I was dead against FPV as well. People would be surprised to hear, but I was like, that's not going to add anything. But then this Hudson Spyhawk was in Maplin, right? And I just bought it. It was, it was on sale. And I instantly, everything just worked. And he gave it a bad review. And that was actually the start of my channel because I was like, no, you've given it a bad review because you uh, are sort of kind of old school, like the DIY aspect of it. This was perfect for me. And then that then led me into investigating, okay, now I've got this thing that you can buy off the shelf let's figure out how it all works and then that was the birth of my channel you know so so um, yeah it was your 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 channel painless flight test and Bruce even though the br- Bruce is kind of a negative one but I, I still love Bruce Bruce he came actually in the chat last week this is X chat. hopefully we can get him on probably not now I've just said that but Bruce I still Still it'd be awesome to get I you on. I still onto. love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we all do in a way, don't we?
2: But yeah, it's interesting course. what you said, because I was gonna get I was gonna get one of those um uh first and then I thought, oh, I've not got a like a useful field anywhere near me. And it was at that point researching alternatives because I haven't I, got I any really one liked, to spy on. Yeah, I like the FP yeah, exactly. There was no there was no <laughs> that... around that I could really get a close <laughs> up here. <laughs> but it was it was looking around for alternatives and then suddenly this 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 kind of DJI uh, Phantom Vision uh, w- was coming out so i went a slight, the op- the opposite way way around but yeah it it was if <laughs> Back then, if only we knew where we'd be now. Hey. But, I mean, spy hawk
1: looking what? at, thinking at it is the worst. You ma- can you imagine? <laughs> oh, no. Can you imagine if if, if DJI went, if DJI came out with the spy hawk to spy on people? But yeah. funnily enough, they should um, put like pictures of DJI... girls in bikinis
4: on the front, yeah. like you could be looking at these without them noticing. A <laughs> I,
1: I, I, drone. <laughs> yeah, I love the Spyhawk so much that when they released the Hobson <laughs> H-107D that did exactly the same, except it was a little tiny micro thing, mm-hmm. I, I was sold. So Hobson for me, even though they... Hobson they, taught me how to fly. Yeah, yeah. most mm-hmm. people, but it's, it's a shame that they've they've not progress like the other company like, like yeah. DJI for example oh, oh they, man they
0: made massive mistakes they did the like, X, X4 oh.
1: the X4 Pro was announced and it was in progress for two years and by the end of the two years
2: the Phantom 3 just walked all over it didn't yeah. it so uh yeah. yeah I love my X4 I used to say to people if you if you bought an off-the-shelf drone get a, get, a, get a little hub and just practice because yeah. what, after that after that, if you've bought a DJI, it's a it's a piece of p- cake. However, back in the day, I remember doing a video about uh and, and this is what people used to do, white drone, bloody milky white sky. They've got it at the edge of their vision. They can't tell what bloody direction it's going. Of course, <laughs> they, there's no no screen, no bloody yeah. and, and of course the, the the stick and rudder skills that you learn on your little hubsan in the in where you're trying to dive bomb the cat get you out of a bit of p- because suddenly, if it is facing towards you or slightly acutely angled, you know, you're used to that opposite control input and you can bring the thing back.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I I flew those little Hubsons. I mean, I, I was doing building dives with them, you know, like <laughs> like back. In the day. I snapped an <laughs> arm off it and that's what made me take up soldering again. Because, um, hang on, there was a guy in,
1: who was it in the chat? I used to take the flight controller and the motors remove it and put it on a picnic quads frame that made it lighter and then that started the whole
2: pimp your hub sound
1: yeah that's that that was the bit that was the basis it made me
3: i flew phantoms and then i flew hubson because i wanted to fly properly a proper acro-ish
1: yeah without yeah you could do like no
3: GPS hold and all that it was the
1: GPS hold they still had stability and stuff they like did that. and I flew um,
3: stability for a long long time
0: Tony um, Tony taught me how to fly acro as much as the. This- I give Tony, he is the reason I can fly.
1: <laughs> now, when you look behind you, then Jack, do you feel guilty if he's the one that taught you how to fly? As yeah. I can see very clearly, I'm happy with
3: my ben, life. It's ben all Sweeney
0: good. said, as a 40 year old, uh, I had. I had never held a soldering iron and I found that the hardest part of the learning process. So really? a little weird fact mm. about me is I always thought like soldering was really cool, but I was really awful at it. And uh, for, for an art project, I had one of those like robots that like walked around with cell batteries and it blew smoke out of its mouth, you know, like the little like n- uh, wire with the oil, the mineral yeah. oil, Cotton wall and i was like man it would be so much better if it had laser eyes so i bought two laser pens and um
3: blinded everyone
0: and fitted it inside the eyes of the robot and i could never get the whole couldn't get it like my sword was so bad i couldn't and i couldn't hook it up to the battery
3: and then you would have got it right
0: and I so, didn't get it to any, flap on when it blew the smoke. To, to, so they were on all the
1: time. I, I want to bring things back on topic a little bit because. Oh, God, um, I was enjoying that. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I watched the stream, Simon, that you did with the CAA at the NEC show. I think it, was, it wasn't the day I was there. And um, so, uh, like, like things like this, this £16.50 thing back then wasn't a thing and basically what uh, the message that I got from that is that this um, the CAA at the time just wanted a online theory test that was going to be very easy they they wanted it to be like just basic questions because if you had to answer 200 questions they knew that people wouldn't do it so that was their idea just 10 uh, very similar to the questionnaire that comes up now when you get a DJI you know, if you if you skip it five times, it won't let you fly it or whatever. So that's something DJ brought in, but clearly there have been some changes since that uh, seminar, and now the sixteen pound fifty thing. We had the BMFA on last <laughs> week. They're trying to fight to sort of um, have that sixteen pound fifty they're trying to i believe they're trying to act as an operator so that if you're a bmfa member then you won't have to pay the 16 pound 50 fee have you got any information about what's going on because it all just seems like we've got no idea what's going on and it's so close to november now as well
2: yeah yeah no okay so so first of all i i kind of (sighs) Any regulator is obviously going to be in any industry is stuck between a rock and a hard place because you're you're not loved by anyone. Um, and for the CA's point of view, the you know obviously it was a political decision to have compulsory registration of drones. And the government there, there was a consultation on it eighteen, which is why I'm, I must admit I'm slightly surprised at organisations like the BMFA being suddenly almost taken aback that this was happening because it was always happening. So it must only be the price thing, which I think is probably the, the smallest part of the concern. Yeah. concern about a registration system, which was announced and, and, and consulted on a while back and has now been put in law and is going to happen then maybe 18 months ago would have been in the time. Anyway, um, so the government said this is going to have to happen um, as the regulator, the Civil Aviation Authority. And I didn't I didn't know this until I started talking to them very bizarre in the UK so they are a they're, they're a pseudo governmental organization the fact that they've got to do what the government says but they've also got to cover all their own costs that's why if you want a commercial drone operators permit or you want to start an airline they will charge you x million pounds because they've got to cover their own costs they cannot rely on any government money they've got it it's called the user pays that's the principle so having the government having said right we want a drone registration system we wanted to have these three areas. You now need to run it and you need to cover the costs. And so what they've done is they, um, they've and they been quite open with this because I don't know if you saw the other week I did an interview with um, the deputy director of the CAA uh, and asked him some of the questions that people had asked on the channel. And one of them was, well, where's this 1650 come from? And to be honest, they don't know how many drone users there are in the UK. So what they've done is they've taken the data from... Canada and America and Ireland, and they've just extrapolated it out onto a per capita basis. So they've said, wow. well, "These are the number of people that registered with the FAA. This is the per head of population. This is the population of the UK. So we reckon if this number is right, it should cost 1650 per person. If we're wrong and it's more than that, it will be less. If we're wrong and it's less than that, it'll be more. So that, that is where the 1650 comes from. And the consultation on the price isn't we're consulting on whether drone registration should happen. That's a done deal. The consultation is, do you have a better way of allowing us to fix the price so it's most appropriate for the drone and unmanned systems operators in the UK?
1: And, and do you uh, like approve of this? as well because I'm kind of torn like like Jack's completely <laughs> against it
4: but then uh, no, I'm, 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 Jack's, Jack's against the registration I think the problem with that sorry to cut you off Jack just because uh, I didn't see the CA interview you did Simon but I think one of the issues I had with the the findings of the costings was what is this computer system that's going to cost this many millions and why do they have to have upgrades for millions it's like there's infrastructure already that exists. This is like most people sort of looked at it and said, this is a week's work for a contractor to set up a system like this. No one could really figure out why there's such a price behind it all.
2: Yeah. So, so, and that was one of the questions I put to them because it is key. You know, some people have said, well, I could knock this up on a on an Excel spreadsheet and run it for you, and I'll, I'll take half the money. <laughs> Give me half a million quid and I'll run it on my laptop. So, one of yeah, I th- think I think Bruce said that actually. Didn't yeah. He? <laughs> but, but I'd be
4: interested of, to see if we could put it out to Fiverr and see if someone could come up with that
2: for us. Yeah. 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 Somebody in the Far East will probably do that. But one of the things that they've got to do. Uh, which I kind of understand is it's also linked into the same database that they've got to, pre- when you register, they need to, they need to confirm your identity. Otherwise, of course, you could, I could, I could register as you. So there's an identity verification part of it, which is an, an, <laughs> it's the same identity verification system they use for driving licenses and passports. So that's an element that isn't just as simple as oh yeah give us your name and address there'll there'll be some back office stuff. There, there you
1: go Curry see Curry Kitten's idea. See Jack said that in November when this comes in if he has to pay 16 pounds 50 he'll quit and Curry Kitten said well I know your name and address your mother's made a name whatever I will I'll register for Look, you. Sir. One
4: of us is over at Jack's place often enough to nick his passport
3: for a couple of days. It's not a problem. I nicked his... Um,
0: driving, driving license. license you know.
3: And I've got pictures of that. Uh, for £10, I will send you
2: a photographic evidence of what that looked like five years ago. It's worth the tenner. Yeah, quickly register, put the number on it, fly it into Parkhurst Prison and um, uh, sit back and wait for the SWAT team to arrive at his house. it would be perfect. So there it, are,
0: no, there My, are my objection that. is the list... The the sticking you on a Christmas list for the cops to work their way down. Jack,
1: you see Jack signing off the list as it is. That's the that's, yeah, that's what is the... about If
2: so, I <laughs> if I'm, I'm going to be honest, if I'm going to be honest, I've got a couple of other hobbies, and 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 if I think about what I spend on those, so like, I'm looking over at a bit of this room, which has got a few bits, a few um, analog synthesizers stuck in it.
1: Yes. And if I <laughs> yeah. I mentioned this last week about other hobbies having fees, but anyways, can and, and,
2: and okay, I don't have to pay anybody a registration fee or anything, but 16 pounds fifty is a drop in the fucking ocean for that. Yeah. Um, and like there's a couple of guitars hanging on the wall, and Jesus, don't get me started on that. And you know, we all suffer from I think no matter what hobby you get, there's there's GAS and a gear acquisition syndrome. Where somebody puts a cool video, a trailer on YouTube, you know, you know it in this hobby. It's the DJI fanboys. DJI can drop a new product trailer for anything. It could be a bloody backpack, and there'll be a certain percentage who will go out and bloody pre-order it without even seeing it. Because no, not, not want- a backpack like this that cost me seventy quid.
3: <laughs>
2: Just <laughs> earlier
4: in the chat, we had a link to a pair of Free Sky sunglasses. Would you believe?
3: What <laughs> Well, how about this? Fly lovely? Or Fly Sky, what I you should saying? be wearing
2: my DJ? I've got a lovely DJI one Christmas set just out of the blue. Sent me a um sent me a pen, which was <laughs> but they also sent me a lovely DJI embroidered, very subtle polo shirt, which actually is one of the few polo shirts I wear. And I delight on wearing it uh, whenever I'm going to go and see any other manufacturers. I took it to Unique once, which is quite funny. I've oh, got I bet they
1: didn't like that. about
3: 20 DJI bags, if anyone wants them. You yeah. know, the little rucksack things. Yeah. In white with DJI written on them. Here's, a, here's another one
1: that I got sucked into, <laughs> into because it's pretty. <laughs> yeah. So, so <laughs> in the skin...
0: Handbag thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> come on jack you, you you are the worst for that uh, you cannot there are way worse ones that that yeah, you've got a handbag
4: it's true andy's got so many bags that when torval asked if he, uh, anybody else would want to review a bag and i said oh, andy did you want to get a bag from you said i've got no more space <laughs> for bags, <laughs> 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 for
2: bags. Uh, is, it's true i haven't got any space for bags. so yeah. you know, i think on uh, to, to, to come back to the point 16 pound 50 if look, look my it's not a lot of dough, is it if, really? If you're flying RC anything, what can you buy for sixteen pound fifty? Props, props. They, I can't props. even buy
3: Me one FD. prop from. Uh, we might cover one prop for
1: me you yeah. could buy yourself a nice <laughs> firework on this show. Mm.
3: that's about
2: it there's your £16.50 coin. Like you
0: no one's no one's donated £16.50 <laughs> <Like, laughs> and
2: and the other thing is I guarantee you when it, if it all goes through and it turns out to be sixteen fifty, some bloody retailer or manufacturer will turn around and will we'll, we'll, we'll drop the price of a new whatever by £16.50 and say we'll pay your registration fee for you yeah. you know what I mean but
4: I think for lots of people and, and like Jack was saying it's not about the money it's about you're now on a list where people or the police might just say okay we've, we've had a drone sighting that's who's, the worst who's thing. registered in the area and of course if they go to Jack's house and start opening his drawers he's going to get arrested for oh, all sorts God, of God. things I mean, really oh no
1: imagine
3: if they open that special drawer I tell Jack, you I've, what? I've, I've had Gavin open.
0: in my house I've had Bradder's I tell you what, I would pay double
1: £16.50 to see what's in Jack's drawers. Oh, that, uh, but oh, oh that draw triple not to. <laughs> I can't stand near it. He goes, guess what? I, I, I think also, regardless of the the whole you being on a, a list or whatever, I, I think that's da- a daft argument because if you drive a car, you're on a list. Anyways, it's the principle, isn't it? We've, we, for 50 years, for 100, in fact, the BMFA told us last year in 2022, it's 100 years of the BMFA. So that's a long ass time to all of a sudden have to pay 16 pound 50. It's the principle. It's not just being on some kind of, you know, it's roam list. You know, it's it's more it's more about the principle
2: of it. I, I agree, and I, but I look at it. There's a couple of other ways that I look at it. So from the BMFA point of view, what was really interesting last week talking to this this old guy. At uh, the back of the CIA stand was there what they call the drone code, which, as we know, is just a simple infographic about the key parts of the air navigation order: 400 feet, 50 meters, blah blah blah. Nice, nice big thing. What What was interesting to me was this 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 old guy, the chairman of his local fixed wing club didn't actually know half of the rules in the air navigation order that have been there since 1986 because as he said he doesn't really need to because they don't bother anyone they're far away from everybody he goes around in a circle he never goes beyond line of sight because he crashed etc etc so he didn't actually know half the rules in the air navigation order which surprises me because his initial argument was about well i've done my a test and my b test and i've been flying for years and i'm very safe and da 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 but actually he didn't know what the law was now i know some things have changed but that was point one i thought that was interesting but point two um i have found occasions in the past where where um having something that shows you have (sighs) jumped through a couple of hoops to prove you know what you're talking about has got me into places where i wouldn't be able to fly my local council for example i wanted to get up and do some really nice shots in winter from the local park now i looked at it, it it I could I could do it legally, but they own the park, as a lot of parks are. And I happened to write to them and say, look, I'm a member of FPV UK. Here's my third-party insurance. I do this. I do that. I'm quite responsible. Could I please have permission to do this? I'm going to do it. in during the working day, the school's kids aren't going to be in it. I'm going to take these precautions. And they went, that sounds brilliant. Yes, you can. And by the way, if you get any good pics, can we have them for the town website or whatever? And I said, brilliant. And I've spoken to RAF Benson about it. And I think the fact that you've got something, if if you do – If you are flying and you're doing it legally and you're absolutely fine, you've got the landowner's permission, all that, and plod rocks up because somebody who doesn't know, Mavis down the road, there's a bloody drone peeking in at my windows and looking at me naked. If you can actually just whip out your registered pilot number and the fact that you're insured and you know what you're talking about and you can talk confidently about why it's legal to be there then 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 the poor old pc who doesn't know the air navigation order from his mum is gonna go well you sound like you've done what you're talking about sir i'm gonna move on and you're yeah. not gonna get hassled you're not gonna get hassled and actually it might be a way of us all coming together and going do you know what we've all passed the competency test loads of us have insurance even though we don't need to by law um we know what's what we don't <laughs> around on private land so actually local council who said we can't now use that bit of land um would you mind letting us, because, you know, we're the good guys. You might find it opens up a few more places to fly because of the knowledge. It didn't did with,
0: uh, did with Hidden Valley, I tell you well, how much.
1: Well, Tony's got a better method. Tony, would you like to explain how you can very quickly get into a location that you normally wouldn't? I, I'm thinking about a farmer and uh, well, a, a, a... and pull out a nifty. i'll i'll translate that tony says here's 50 quid can we fly here and everybody says
2: yes (laughs) (laughs) all i'm saying is speaking to a couple of local uh, people who run hot air balloon flights they always carry two bottles of whiskey in the basket. Yes. yes. Although balloons are allowed, you know, the, the, the law says they've got to come down when they come down. Obviously, if you've come down through somebody's summer crop and you've dented it a bit and then you've got to get your recovery yeah. truck and everything else. I tell you what. No, they've never had a problem giving yeah. a decent bottle of whiskey to the farmer and said, ah, do you know what, boys? You know, you don't. It, it's not like you do it every week. If you go and annoy the same person week in, week out, they're going to tell you to. Aye. You're gone. Yeah. That is correct.
1: Yeah, I won. I think I asked the BMFA last week about this because I wasn't sure. But uh, how do I, I? I'm not. I'm not sure if you know the answer. Um, but how do balloon flights? Because clearly they go low, they go high. Uh, uh, do they have to have a no
2: or do they come under some different law or something? No, same law. So they can't go into controlled airspace without contacting the uh, relevant authority um a lot of them do carry radio now um and uh and so technically if they're approaching a bit of controlled airspace because the wind has blown them in that direction they yeah. won't the answer. and if the if atc says no sorry mate you can't come through then they will have to land early or they'll have to change their height to get different winds it's all about winds at different heights
1: well i was just that it was the height thing that i was mainly because when we had the caa on here they they said oh we're not concerned about uh, jet airliners, you know, and, and you see all these videos the fant- Phantom 3s being blasted into wings. But the CAA came on here, that the drone spokesperson for the CAA came on at Let's Drone Out and oh said, Yeah, yeah we've got on with him. Yeah, he said, We don't care. We're, we're not bothered about what happens to a jet because they are way above the yep. height and speed you know that that we'd ever be bothered about it was more about microlights and stuff like hot air balloons so that's why i asked that question because yep. hot air balloons you know can are they uh, obviously they um they have to land at a certain point they rely on really calm weather yeah. Um, so they must have some sort of waiver to fly below 500 feet, I'm guessing. Is that yeah,
2: right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, because they're not powered aircraft. Because effectively, if the 500-foot the rule is ostensibly for things that, that can't glide. I mean, if you're, ah. if you're at 500 foot and you've got a Lycoming piston engine in the front that throws all its conrods, um, you know, e- e- even the most modern aircraft that's a fixed wing glides, relatively speaking, like a brick. Whereas a balloon, as long as you don't run out of gas you've got a relatively low, uh, what's the technical word? There's a low energy kind of component to it because you're coming with the wind and, and so, so, but there's also something called rules of the air, uh, which is a bit like on on the ocean, you know, like steam gives way to sail or something. Yeah, yeah, balloons, basically everybody has to avoid balloons. Then gliders is the next one up. Then it's anything with an engine so
0: wow there's like a little food chain yeah i'm just all
1: i'm thinking here now is right fpv
2: balloons no restrictions no well, laws somebody, <laughs> clever at duxford said if i build a blimp and make it neutrally buoyant it could be like 80 foot long but as long as when i put it on the scales it weighs less than 250 grams well you know i'm sure i said sounds good to me but one thing i did think was that the government's probably got slightly more lawyers than you so make sure of your (laughs) your science but Mm. yeah ostensibly 250 grams i mean that's the all-up weight for flying so yeah if you make something that's a not
0: including fuel apparently. apparently
2: Um, No. And I did speak to the CIA about that. And and they said, right, uh, this is good. I I get this. So in aviation, um, the all up weight is inclusive, uh, is normally meant as an empty fuel tank. Yeah. Yeah. In, In if you're flying electric power, the battery is a fuel tank. So basically you need to put the battery on empty, weigh it, then charge the battery up.
3: Well, there, there is, you can... It, it's not fair. What Tony's not trying not
0: to fair. say is E equals MC squared. <laughs> it's, not it's not fair, fair though, because of
2: that 240 gram quad and then put a massive 4S monster battery on top of it. and you know Because it's got to be, yeah, the battery is seen as the fuel tank so of course they weigh the same empty as they do full so that that's that's how that well do
1: they though? so what we need is nitro quadcopter no what
4: you should (laughs) do is just like have have the batteries just the wrapper and take the cells out pull that bit out and like yeah that's that's (laughs) the fuel thing i just
2: lob the uh, cells back in now do it now jack let's test this go do it now give it it a good yank they do actually weigh more charge how much more
3: is it's that like, true is that true tone little,
2: come on tiny it's, true. it's
4: like true it does
3: actually
2: it's like true or it is true it is true like, like like minimal minimal stuff yeah, yeah. it's going to be like nano nanograms uh, you can't register it um, <laughs> in the
3: chat said, um let's drone out was recommended by joshua
1: barwell on his live stream this week oh awesome like, man. yeah what <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, Josh loves us guys. I went on Josh's live stream, and uh, yeah, everybody went crazy man. And they were like, "Get Josh on on Aldio, come on, yeah." So Josh. He's loves allowed
0: those. on whenever he wants. Yeah, we've had him on
3: uh, probably four or five times now, but yeah, yeah. come on whenever.
1: I off the uh, yeah, also... birthday
0: sesh, I reckon.
1: The, the, this, this whole 250 gram thing is a bit daft as well and doesn't make sense, I don't think. Uh, the reason I say that, and this is, I'm, I'm going to plug a video <laughs> that's going to be coming out now, uh, coming out soon by me. I've got a model here, right? It's a, it's a three inch model. It, <laughs> it, it weighs 250 grams on the nose.
3: It's the battery?
1: 6S. Six, six Lipo with, with with a 6S lipo, right? It does one hundred and twelve mile per hour testing. So, so test, that, could, that could kill you. Yes, that could go into a plane. I would rather
0: tapping a knife to it would make make it kill you easier. I,
1: I think I'd, 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 if rather, I'd rather a, the top. You'd have to register it. I'd rather a uh, you know maybe kilogram quadcopter tapping me on the head than this hitting me at. 100 miles per
4: hour so yeah but they don't they don't do the weight limit based on people they do it based on well, could this take down an aircraft don't yeah. they because it's like how much kinetic energy do you need to take down an aircraft you look at the mass of the model
2: and and, and, and you still need to not fly closer than the law states to people or objects not under your control yeah that's that that's Even true 10 gram drone so
1: that's true however i do think flying is
2: there's got to be a cutoff, otherwise, you know, you're going to uh, – where do you stop it? I mean, there's got to be an arbitrary limit. It seems to me that mm. that whether it's a conspiracy, everyone around the world seems to be zoning on this 250 gram. Is that because they've lo- – I don't know how, how. Is that because they've looked at the average sort of toy drone weight and – but, I mean, things like the para I, – I was, I was gobsmacked how close the para anaphy as an off-the-shelf little, you know, 4K camera drone got to 250 – stock before they even knew it was like it's 312 grams and that's got like 25 30 minute flight time and can fly you know it's mavic type type performance so i'm not sure it will be too long if 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 we get improvements in in battery performance before you'll get very capable
1: oh yeah well i'm i'm all about i'm all about the three inch three inch is faster than five inch it stops faster it goes quicker it's got a faster top speed and you wouldn't have to register this guy. Uh, video have coming to out.
3: Me your three inch next weekend.
1: Yeah, well, you've seen plenty of my five inch tone, so I'll show <laughs> you. What he said. But but as I've gotten older, three inches now. Yeah. I Everything gets smaller it? with age. Everything gets smaller with
4: age. Uh, uh, age. And I can only manage like two and a half inch. So you know, <laughs> it's really two, bad.
1: A, two and a half inch can still get the job done. Okay, <laughs> this does this
4: will do sixty. And it, won't, right. it won't make such a mess of anything. Uh,
3: oh, I oh. just want to read out something. Uh, Southwest Kitty says this is one of the best places to hang out. Everyone here is awesome. Thank oh. you, Southwest Kitty. I heard,
1: I heard that the late show from Road to Riot was was the best place. Have you seen that? Have you guys I saw watch- the Skadoosh one? Yeah,
0: yeah, oh, I, I did it. watch it.
1: It's good, isn't it? It's a good idea, actually.
0: Yeah. Boob- like- <laughs> boo boo says, Bright until I fly, my friend Tony is my wife. <laughs> 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 <Yes>. So who
3: might it. He's been watching the show too long, that guy.
1: I was I was surprised, Tone, you showed that uh, stage in your vlog, didn't you? You went over to Florida. Yeah. In- I was surprised they didn't do you. That would have been an amazing, like, oh, man. that would have gone viral. <laughs> that would have been a
3: car crash.
1: You'd have got on and you'd gone right. The earth is flat. I'm vegan. <laughs> You're all idiots. Idiot. Carry I, on. Everything's a hologram. We're in the matrix. That would have been a great. Sorry. So I'm,
3: wait, I'm going back there in October. Wink, what, wink. Um, yeah. it, you know, could happen. That'd be what? cool. So, I. Cool. I
2: can I just um, bring us back to the topic that we had? Because I've just Please remembered well, two deal. things. Two things. Um, one, one of the things that I think anybody who has an organisation or a club needs to maybe look into, and I, this is not any inside information; it's just something that I've thought of. Obviously, you've got the two sides of registration. The pilot is free. You do your competency test. It's no money. The, the the operator is the one with the charge, and you can be an operator with fifty drones. It's just one charge. Anyone who's got a club or in an organisation, if you look into somehow that if members, when they join you and pay their membership fee, sign over ownership of their drone to the club, then in theory, I don't see... I Again, go and see a lawyer. I don't see in theory why, as a club, you couldn't be the... The the operator, operator of all of your members' things. And basically, you just divvy up the 1650 by. Now, the downside is if someone in the club... Is a bit of a. T- you might. There's always the t- There's always the, t- and that's where it's a problem. You might also find that your insurance company doesn't like that, but it's certainly an option for, if not maybe traditional clubs, but loose groups of people, who have between them many drones. I don't know, maybe some sort of FPV fraternity of maybe looking at at, at that. If you, but you've probably got to have an element of trust. So that's point point one that's something i think that could be looked at and i think the bmfa is looking at doing that well we had them on last week and they pretty much guaranteed that if the 1650
1: was the price they would do that i brought up the question though if you're the operator then we could if if we put your registration number on the side of our copter all it's going to come up with when the police the police find it it's just going to bring up a BMFA. So maybe they'll
2: have to come up with a different system of identifying individuals. Well, you will have your pilot number. See if you're if yeah. you're so, so there's a two, there's a separate registration. So if you're an operator, you have to put the operator number on the drone. But as a pilot who doesn't own any drones, you have to do a pilot competency, and then you get a pilot number and a little presumably a little something you can print out and uh, and hand over to show that you are allowed to fly drones. So there's that, that side. The other thing as well is that everyone's got to remember is the £16.50 is based on the CAA's best estimate of how many drone operators there will be. If it turns out that everybody joins the BMFA and therefore there's only two drone operators in the country, whatever the one and a half million quid will have to be divided by two and your next renewal <laughs> registration fee might be 750 grand. So the system has got to pay its own way, and if more people register, they'll drop the price. If fewer, they'll have to up it. That's why they're trying to get a, a, an accurate number to make it a sensible thing. Because mm,
1: I don't think that number's accurate. Just, just from just from the number of people, we've we've got a local group here. And I can count on my fingers how many people are flying FPV in a city that has a million people. So if they've if they've like taken figures from Canada and America, which that's just just. That's just not the right number. But it's for also me.
2: anybody who's bought a Phantom, a Mavic, uh, uh, an Anafi, uh, any of the toy drones from China that happen to be more than two hundred. Yeah, the people that aren't going to be aware that they need that, to register. Now, that <laughs> is the other, yeah, that is the other part of it—the outreach thing—and that's one thing I was really happy to to join with the CAA. And uh, I was, do you know what? I was gobsmacked last weekend—the number of kids and people queuing up to have a little, just little bloody fifteen quid pocket drones from. Amazon or whatever, the mm-hmm. number of people who I asked, have you ever dr- flown a drone before? thinking most of them or at least half maybe would say, oh, yeah, you know, I had a little girl on a toy one. Less than 10% had ever touched one. Yeah. Ever touched one. And and loads of them were really uh, – they were fascinated by them. Loads of them were asking, can I buy one? I said, no. <laughs> They're just oh, – yeah, but next time, I must bring a container load. Um, and there is that fascination with them. Um, and And all of the non-drone people I spoke to – were actually, I thought. I thought we'd get like full of about Gatwick, and you know, actually, if you weren't, if you weren't caught up in Gatwick, if it, if you weren't affected by it, most of the people understood that drones aren't the problem. It's some of the that fly them that are. And
1: do you I, think? that
2: to that... me that it wasn't an anti? You know, public. The public in general don't seem to be generally anti-drone. It just they do. No, they're, they're definitely not.
1: They're definitely not. But do you think the sixteen pound fifty figure would have would have happened
2: if Gatwick hadn't have happened?
0: Yeah, it was already in the thing. It, it was, was already in train. train. The sixteen
2: fifty is purely a, a a mathematical. Isn't it design. just to pay back the two point? nine yeah. million they've spent it's literally this is how much it's going to cost to put it in place and run it this is the number we think it might register divide it by everybody so it covers the cost mm, yeah. large infra- i know a lot of people going oh bloody somebody's making money and i'm sorry but it's, it, it's they're
0: already in a it's, deficit
2: it's the caa and the government no one is lining their pockets on this one so I, that's a that's a false argument but my concern is they've they don't have any better methodology of working out the price than literally using other places that have done it and our i get the feeling that our demographic is a bit different to that in america and ireland so we might all find that the first year it's 16 pound 50 but we might also find that the second year that goes up and then you see uh, under 20 quid a year um i think you know Okay, it's like anything else. I think eventually people will just get used to it and it just becomes what it is. I think if you start pushing it 30, 40, 50 quid, then you're going to get lots of people just going, I'm not going to register. And and in all honesty, bearing in mind it's the police that have got to enforce this, they've got quite a lot of other things on their, on their mm. plate. I'm not sure.
3: And there's not many of them at the moment anyway.
1: That, that's my That's my biggest annoyance with all this is that, I can. I, I've flown, and police cars have driven within ten meters of me flying, and they carry on. And then, when this thing comes into place, I'm like, "Are they? Are they? Are they going to stop every time I'm flying and check?" Man, they the ain't
3: bill. got enough time to do any of the regular police stuff. They ain't going to mm.
2: worry about us. Yeah, it boils down to if you're not the, um I don't care where you are and what you're doing and what you're up to. If you're not impacting anyone who's not interested in what you're doing, then no one's going to no complain. It's going to be complaints that's going to get it. That's what's going to happen. So if you're flying in an area where technically and legally you shouldn't be, but you're doing it at sort of you know, 7 o'clock on a Sunday morning because you know yeah. no one's there, and you do, then that's different than constantly going down and flying in the park after the schools kick out. Day after day, someone's going to call the cops and say, there's this idiot with that bloody whirling blades of death thing near my kid's head. So now what might be a good thing is those of us that kind of understand that aren't doing that currently. It's the kind of idiots that are going out and buying something off the shelf and being a dick with it that I hope actually people do report and they do get hammered. Because the child ain't going to have registered anyway, and even if they have – you know if, if 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 a if a if a copper spots them doing it that's it they've they 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 bust the law they they're, they're going to be it done it won't be long till you
3: see coppers learn that it's going to be the phantoms and stuff um that they're going to mm. go for anyway they're well, just going to see not, they're going to see fbb people with goggles on and just leave us alone and go right they, these guys know the rules they, they're all good they're just going to find yeah, mm. the, the, on, you know they're going to learn
2: boxes at nine thousand feet, twenty coast. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Exactly. I'm actually, right.
1: I'm actually hoping that it's not going to. I, I'm hoping that they don't bring out a Phantom Five because at the at the moment the Phantom Four is the the poster child for bad drones, right? But if they discontinue the Phantom Four, I I think the Phantom Four is the most beautiful. Like oh, I hate to use the word. It's great to what he it does. Uh, it's, it's, the, it's the most beautiful drone that there is. But at the moment, it's the poster child for this is what a bad drone is. So mm. I hope they discontinue it. Then the Mavic then becomes the poster Thanks, child, Mitch. and then I can fly my nice Phantom Four Pro, which which I love because it's it's. I always
2: turn. They're
3: good it with them. what they do. I don't knock well, them for that. It's just on the other end
2: it's because you can go to argos and buy one yeah and and that's what that's the problem don't do any research you've got to build something and put it together you will you will take the
0: barrier to entry and that's the elitism of the old boys with it made out of balsa unless all your fingers have been stuck together you don't deserve to touch the sticks yeah anyway you
3: need to turn up with white socks and sandals and you're in yeah.
0: So, so when you turn up at
1: Argus, that's where the registration process. Should Maybe happen. so.
0: Yeah, no. take the fingerprints, slap <laughs> them out of bit, DNA put them on I the go list. go through one DNA of the
1: scanners. Yeah. Have an app. Have an app so you know you know who are in your
0: area.
2: Yeah, well. put a collar around them.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's
2: it. I know we're about to call time, but I found that number if you want it for the RAF low flying. Oh yes, please. We'll so numbers good number to yeah, have.
0: stick it. Stick it here. So. And I will put it in the description. Cool. Uh thank you guys. You've been listening to Let's Drone Out. Uh thank you for all the donation, support, and especially to our Patreons. Uh we might carry on this chat for a little bit more as a bonus chat on our Patreon. So if we were doing that.
1: Has Simon got the
0: time? He, he might I don't know we right, might we just hang out we're, I don't we're in, know
2: we're into my we're into my overtime limits. it's double time for me now mate yeah uh, that invoice is getting very big we do a pa- we, okay, do a we pay- can
1: give you we
3: can send you two sandwiches and another glass of
1: wine we do a Patreon podcast sometime. well like yeah. once a month and uh, yeah I'll yeah. give you a top up <laughs>
0: all right go well, yeah we'll, well, we'll, we'll, we'll set all it up and we'll, we'll chill anyway so i think it's three dollars or more gets you over there you've been joined by andy rc
1: thank you everybody for listening to my nonsense i hope it was <laughs> somehow useful in a way
0: uh we've also been joined by Simon noon cheers everybody
2: have a lovely evening or morning or whatever it is in internet land
0: not on the kitchen table. Uh, my little wifey, Tony. Bonjour. And my mistress, Curry Kitten. Goodbye. My
3: mistress now.
0: Yeah, no, man. I'm graded. He's gone up in the world. Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> and I'm Bright Till I Fly. And caretaker Frank, I hope you're feeling all right, buddy. Thank you and good night. Say bye, everyone.
3: Bye, bye everyone. Bye.
4: Telemetry lost.